We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to episode 18 of the Storm Door Weather Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Luna. And I am Corey Taylor. And this is the Heat and Hurricanes edition. Uh, we got lots to talk about today. We've had a lot of heat so far. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We broke a couple of records uh, on Memorial Day. Yeah. That's, that's an ongoing uh, story right now, I think. Oh, yeah. So what did you do for Memorial Day? I lounged in the pool. That's really all I did. Wow, that's a lot. I did a little time lapse of me lounging in the pool. Did you see that? I saw that, and I, I'm i glad I wasn't really close to it because it kind of made me dizzy. That was the only time. Well, I wasn't going that fast. That wouldn't have been relaxing. That's the only time I've ever been in the pool alone. So that's, you know, I had to get, capture that on film. Well, I wondered. I mean, if your family was there, you were just there by yourself. I thought, well, well they had pre- spent the previous eight hours in the pool, so they were pretty tired. They needed a nap. So. Gotcha. Yeah. gotcha. Well, I decided I would clean. Well, I cleaned and cleaned and cleaned, and I've got about half of it done, and then I prepared for the podcast last night, and uh, I'm happy. As long as you were inside keeping cool. I was sweating like a pig. You step outside, that humidity will get you. It'll oh, my gosh. Sweating. I, I sweat so I was sweating so hard this morning that it was getting in my eyes and making my eyes sting. Really? Yeah, it was. It's well, I, I was just working, you know, in, in the house. I turned the air conditioner down so I could be cooler, and then I thought, well, you know, I've take a load of trash out and i stepped outside and went oh my god it was like august out there that's what it feels like yeah and how about memorial day stormage that was really cool well, we were watching radar all day all day and saw these pop-ups start happening and one just missed branson to the north and went down uh, into stone county and then we started looking later on and we saw one headed right for us I know, and I wasn't even looking, and you texted me and said, uh, I think we got something going on. So I checked radar, and I thought, wow, that's in a perfect trajectory right yeah. towards Branson. And, and the, the dome didn't kick in. No, and I was afraid that thing was uh, going to you know, kind of collapse before it got, got here because it, it flew out an outflow boundary, and that's mm-hmm. usually a sign that a thunderstorm is just starting. You know, it's reached its last hurrah, and it's going down, but this thing... Kept cycling up and kept cycling going, up. kept going, and and uh, you took how many two two time lapses yesterday? Two, yes, I did. And that and second one was amazing. That was, I mean, that was the mother load right there. I was so proud of that thing, and uh, I remember asking you, should I start this now? And you said, yeah. And I thought that's that's good, and uh, it w- it turned out really spectacular. So if you uh, haven't seen it, it is in our files on Stormdar Weather on Facebook. So go search for that. Uh, amazing. That little shelf roll cloud. It's more like a roll cloud, I guess, coming mm-hmm. in with the... You could, you could see it rolling in your video for sure. Boy, you could. 
<laughs> that, that was really cool. And lots of people sent pictures of it. Lots of people saw it. I can't. I didn't get a good view from my house because I have so many trees. It's just hard to see, but, but I can definitely see on our Facebook page. Well, usually I, I don't luck out that often because the way my house is set up, uh, the north is a really, really good almost the only way I can do time-lapsing and video recording. So it was coming from the right direction this time for, for your camera? Oh, perfect. Yeah. It, was, it was perfect, and it, I did it upstairs. I mean, there I have no windows to the west side of the house, mm. which that's where the garage is, and yeah. if I look out the south side of the house, uh, we live kind of on a hill, so I've got houses and, and trees in the way, and the east side, I've got uh, one window, and... I could do that, but you know, storms usually don't come from the east. They come from the west and the the south southwest. But this one came from the northwest. No, northeast. Yeah, we're in this weird southwesterly flow. They come from all directions right now. You just never know what's going to happen. There's nothing to steer them. That's what we've been seeing. Like the, yeah, the past several days. I mean, in uh, three or four days ago, they would pop up and they would just kind of sit there and just drift any direction they wanted to go. Yeah, and there's a few times that you've gotten rain at your house, and I haven't gotten any rain at my house. We're only a couple miles a couple apart. Couple miles apart, yeah. I I know, and that's that's a characteristic of these these right. pop thunderstorms. They'll just and speaking of heavy rain, did you see that Ellicott City, Maryland? That was unreal, unreal. That was so incredible. I I just was flipping through channels and saw it on the news, and and saw they got more than eight inches in just a few hours. That is a thunderstorm. I, I can't imagine. What the streets would look like after eight inches here? Oh my gosh! Well, that that flood of uh, was it 2013? Mm-hmm. Was that the big flood? I mean, that was over several days. Right. But that wasn't in a few hours. Right. I I I just I can't imagine. I mean, the lakes, uh, the the Army Corps of Engineers would really have to let a lot of water out of the Table Rock, sure, so that wouldn't wouldn't flood. And there, but I was looking at uh, at the radar. They were showing a radar, and those thunderstorms, what we call training, just kept they would move they'd bubble up over ellicott city move and as soon as one would move out they'd just keep bubbling up Mm -hmm. for hours i and and the uh the sad thing for those people that two years ago they had about this same thing and that was considered a one in one thousand year event wow and uh i think now this is like a one in two thousand years i hear that uh phrase used very often now it seems like more things are happening that are only one in a hundred years type like thing. You yeah, know? like like our floods here. They the, the first time it flooded here, and they had to open all ten gates in two thousand seven or somewhere around two thousand eight. They said that was a one every hundred year type uh, flood. Yeah, and we've had like three of them since then, or mm-hmm. four of them. You know, it's almost a yearly occurrence. It seems like. So, I know. I so mean, something's happening. You know. Yeah. I mean, we, I and and I've read a lot of articles about this too. When they, uh, when you start getting, you know, a, a, an overall global temperature rise, mm-hmm. uh, that's more energy in the atmosphere, and I think probably that's what's happening. I right would. Now. I would think so. That's really the only thing I could think of that would be happening to cause. You know, you see movies about uh, uh, changes in the atmosphere that can cause. You know global weather patterns to go crazy have you ever seen the day after tomorrow movie where oh no it's snowing in middle of summer in new york all the weather uh models are going crazy i don't think anything like that would happen but uh i think i think uh some things are causing some weird uh things to happen weather wise oh yeah and and especially one of those examples is subtropical storm alberto 
uh, we're not even in hurricane season yet. Hur- hurricane season officially starts Friday. Let me tell you this. I'll say something about Alberto. Okay. I've never known so many people. I, I never realized how many people I know go to the golf for vacation the f- uh, during uh, Memorial Day week. <laughs> yeah. I've had at least 10 people saying, oh, I'm going down to the golf. Am I going to be okay? It's like, well, you picked a great week. <laughs> Talk about coordinating. And this wasn't a hurricane. It was basically just rain. And, you know, it had some wind. Unfortunately, there was a, a reporter and a, a photojournalist that were killed uh, when a tree hit their SUV. They were down there covering the storm. Oh, so that was yeah, unfortunate. Man. But it's dangerous, you know, covering weather, no matter what it is. Oh, yeah. So you're in danger. But, but yeah. basically, this wasn't a bad, you know, storm. No. A lot of rain, but... Yeah, and, and uh, usually these subtropical storms, uh, as opposed to a tropical storm, which we will get to the difference in that in uh, the weather school. is all about tropical cyclones, but they're a little bit different. Their structure is a little different, and they usually do not become hurricanes just from their... Uh, they're driven. They're not driven by the warm ocean water. They're driven by wind, and they don't have a really defined circulation. Just because the wind is driving them, they'll move and and rotate like a n- normal tropical mm-hmm. system. But they just although Alberto just he did strengthen quite a bit before he made landfall. Oh yeah, and then he went back down a little bit. But but he he actually strengthened more than I thought he would. Me too. He was hanging out at what 50, 55 mm-hmm. miles an hour. And all of a sudden the next outlook was 65. I thought, yeah. Oh, that's getting close. I mean, hurricane is 74. So, yeah. uh, but you know, like, like we've been saying that the wind is, is driving that and it, it moved pretty quickly about 14 miles an hour. And then it got to the coast and kind of slowed down. It'll fall apart soon. I mean, it goes into tropical depression mode pretty quick after hitting landfall. Yeah, and that, that's what it's doing uh, today. Yeah, it, it's right. hanging around Birmingham, Alabama, and it's a really cool radar image. That is. <laughs> I was watching it just swirl and swirl. And I know a lot of people were freaking out. Uh, you know, Like you said, a lot of people are down there uh, having their little Memorial Day vacations and right. stuff. But, uh, you know, this. And it gets more coverage, I think, because it's the first name storm of the year. Mm-hmm. Even though it wasn't a full fledged hurricane nah didn't really have much of a dangerous uh, a dangerous feel to it at all just just a lot of rain but it was the first name storm so people were kind of a little more uh had their or uh freaked interests out yeah were a little heightened so uh people were around here were always they were messaging us here on stormdar about which route they should take down there. Yeah, and there's just no rain-free route. No, no, no. You know, it's not like a little thunderstorm. I mean, we're talking a huge system. (laughs) But it was just rain once it hit the coast. Yeah, and and now I think the way it's it's just a, a depression going into a remnant now, and all a remnant means is it's got a circulation, but there's no closed low or, or eye in it and mm-hmm. it's just going to be windy 30 miles an hour and just going to be like a nice tropical rain and i bet the raindrops are really cool but the clouds are pretty cool looking too i know i know and we've been getting a lot of these cool clouds i mean i've been uh debating on whether to start a time lapse today but the atmosphere isn't quite as energetic as it was yesterday uh, i checked surface base cape uh yesterday and we were like 3000 3500 which is pretty stout for a surface base and this morning i looked. well yeah earlier this morning i looked at it and we were only like at 25 mm-hmm. 20, 2025 so 
Not bad. It's enough to spark some stuff, but you got to, everybody knows, you got to have those right ingredients for the for the moisture, and uh, that's it. And also, uh, June 1st is a really special day. It's not only the beginning of hurricane season, season it's also the start of meteorological summer. Which is the three months that are the hottest of the year, basically. Mm-hmm. So... Instead of going with astronomical summer, which begins on June 21st, I believe, this year, uh, the meteorologists must make it easy for themselves, and they made their own summer, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good for record keeping. Right. Uh, because every, we all know that the actual astronomical, whether it's spring, summer, winter, or fall, will kind of alter each year, and that kind of puts a strain on And it's with the, uh, you know, the, the sun, the, the summer solstice, and the... Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it says June. Yeah, fall and and winter, uh, fall and spring are the equinoxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. But it sure does not feel like we're not in summer yet. I mean, the astronomical summer is less <clears throat> less than a month away, and we've been having these record <laughs> these record highs. This is insane. It's it's in May. We had the coolest. What is it? The coolest April. Or one of the coolest Aprils, and now we're probably going to have one of the hottest hottest Mays or whatever. I read that from the National Weather Service. They put out an article about the coolest April into the warmest May. It's just crazy weather. It's just that crazy weather pattern. Yeah. And looking at the, you know, at the at next week, um, or, or later this week into next week, the seven day. I'll just put it that way. Uh, it looks like we're going to get a little bit of a break. I mean, the average high for Springfield, Branson, around this area. At the end of May is 78, 79 degrees. Wow. That's in the 70s. That's not in the 90s. That's that's insane. But it looks like we're going to, we're going to, there's a trough out west, and that's been sparking a lot of tornadoes and severe weather in Colorado, and that's now kind of inching this way. It's in uh, north central Oklahoma, south central Kansas. There's an enhanced risk today. And tomorrow, this is it. Tomorrow, the Storm Prediction Center, I think, has this uh, in a slight no, in a marginal. Marginal, yeah. So the atmosphere will be a little bit more stirred up. Plus, we might get some a little bit of the outside energy of Alberto. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I'm not convinced yet, but uh, we'll just have to watch radar. So, okay, well, this uh, this. Edition episode of the podcast is about heat. We talked about that and hurricanes. So to celebrate hurricane uh, season beginning, we are we our weather school is all about tropical cyclones and hurricanes and the like. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. A tropical system has developed in the Gulf of Mexico. We've just gone under a hurricane warning. Do we need to evacuate, or can we just ride it out?
A tropical cyclone is a rapidly rotating storm system characterized by a low-pressure center, a closed low-level atmospheric circulation, strong winds, and a spiral arrangement of thunderstorms that produce heavy rain. Depending on its location and strength, a tropical cyclone is referred to by many different names, including a hurricane, a typhoon, tropical storm, cyclonic storm, tropical depression, and simply a cyclone. A hurricane is a tropical cyclone that occurs in the Atlantic Ocean and northeastern Pacific Ocean, and a typhoon occurs in the northwestern Pacific Ocean, while in the South Pacific or Indian Ocean, comparable storms are referred to simply as tropical cyclones or severe cyclonic storms. Tropical refers to the geographic origin of these systems, which form almost exclusively over tropical seas. Cyclone refers to their winds moving in a circle, whirling around a central clear eye, with the winds blowing counterclockwise in the northern hemisphere and blowing clockwise in the southern hemisphere. The opposite direction of circulation is due to the Coriolis effect. Tropical cyclones typically form over large bodies of relatively warm water. They derive their energy through the evaporation of water from the ocean's surface, which ultimately recondenses into clouds and rain when moist air rises and cools to saturation. Coastal regions are particularly vulnerable to the impact of a tropical cyclone compared to inland regions. The primary energy source for these storms is warm ocean waters. Therefore, these storms are typically strongest when over or near water and weaken quite rapidly over land. Coastal damage may be caused by strong winds and rain, high waves due to winds, storm surges due to severe pressure changes, and the potential for spawning tornadoes in outer bands once they move on shore. At the center of a mature tropical cyclone, the air sinks rather than rises. For a sufficiently strong storm, air may sink over a layer deep enough to suppress cloud formation, thereby creating a clear eye. The weather inside the eye is normally calm and free of clouds, although the sea may be extremely violent. The eye is normally circular in shape and is typically 19 to 40 miles in diameter, though eyes as small as 1.9 miles and as large as 230 miles have been observed. The cloudy outer edge of the eye is called the eye wall. The eye wall typically expands outward with height, resembling an arena football stadium. This phenomenon is sometimes referred to as the stadium effect. The eye wall is where the greatest wind speeds are found. Air rises most rapidly. Clouds reach to their highest altitude and precipitation is the heaviest. The heaviest wind damage occurs where a tropical cyclone's eye wall passes over land. Tropical cyclones span a large range of sizes from 62 to 
up to 1,243 miles as measured by the radius of the vanishing wind. They are largest on average in the northwest Pacific Ocean Basin and the smallest in the northeastern Pacific Ocean Basin. If a tropical system travels northward outside of the tropics region, then it is considered extratropical or a mid-latitude cyclone. Subtropical systems can form pretty much any time of the year. Their characteristics differ slightly from the usual tropical cyclone in the fact that their energy source is derived from wind patterns rather than the warm water, as their sea surface temperatures is usually a little lower than a typical cyclone, and this inhibits their ability to rapidly grow. Subtropical cyclones usually don't become hurricanes due to their unusual structure. When a tropical system develops in a closed circulation, then the storm merits a name. The names are chosen by the World Meteorological Organization each year. Up until 1978, only female names were used, but in 1979, male and female names were included in the list for naming storms in the Atlantic and Gulf of Mexico. For Atlantic hurricanes, there is a list of names for each six years. That means one list is repeated every seven years. The only time that there's a change is if a storm is so deadly or costly that the future of its name on a different storm would be inappropriate. If that occurs, then that particular storm name is retired. We hope this gives you some insight on hurricanes as we enter hurricane season. These tropical storms are not to be messed with. If you happen to get under a tropical storm warning or a hurricane warning, then evacuate because it has been determined that a dangerous weather situation is headed your way. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. So that's all you need to know about hurricanes and tropical cyclones thanks randy yeah no problem mm -hmm. well let's delve into uh what the national hurricane center and the uh their 2018 hurricane outlook what you got there well as of now which friday is the is june 1st which is the official start of hurricane season Let's call this the outlook number one because it seems like they always out do two or three different outlooks depending on how the you season's going. You know, you're going. right. Yeah, that's right. So let's do outlook number one. Right now they're saying there's about a 75% chance to be near normal or above normal. Hmm. Now, to me, that tells me it's probably going to be average, maybe one or two more than average, but... I think we're looking at average. Yeah. Yeah. So so 10 to 16 named storms. Okay. And uh, is that five to nine named? Wait a minute. Hurricanes? I made uh, no... I, uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Hurricane. <laughs> I made my notes and I messed so, up on my notes. So, yeah. Out of the 10 to 16 named storms, five to nine of them will become hurricanes. Uh -huh. and, and one to four major hurricanes that 
you know what they do with those major hurricanes they're gonna uh, retire yeah. the names on those yeah yeah uh yeah if it becomes costly or deadly they will they will just retire those which is which is a great idea because you can't you, they don't want to get confused that way besides you know, two katrinas no you know no or two irmas or two right. no <laughs> that that would be like not good but they have a list they go every six years uh mm-hmm. they they recycle those names every six years yeah so uh if you if you hear of a storm and you think man that storm sounds familiar well you, you could have been that uh that storm was uh Around six years ago, I mean, they, they, they do recycle the names every six years. Uh, I've never cared for the hurricane names, but I guess it's more mm-hmm. of a they're, uh, they're, they're put out by the World Meteorological Association. So mm-hmm. they're, uh, I don't know who all is made up of that, but I'm guessing yeah. since it says world, it's many countries. Right. So they're not exactly American names all, all the time. We have a lot of Latino names, which is fine because the Alberto, yes, the the, uh, <laughs> the hurricanes usually come up uh, from the from 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 the south, so I guess that would be okay. Yeah. We have Alberto. We have Ernesto this year. That's I, in it. I, uh-huh. I, I recall Ernesto from from that years sounds past. familiar. Yeah, there's actually a couple of them that uh, I recall, and we we can find those names online. Oh, I yeah. think we just go sure. there. There's a list of them. And yeah, and all all the lists of the retired names too. So you can go uh, Google that and see the the devastating ones and their names. I mean, usually if it if one's retired, you will know it because it's you know like like Katrina. They they retired that one. Um, I'm sure they will retire Irma. That was uh, or, or Maria. Which which one? They retired a few of them. Yeah, last year. I think even though it doesn't cause damage. Here in the mainland, uh, there's a lot of islands that we don't even know about that it causes damage to. So they're going to retire oh, yeah. those name, those hurricanes as well. I think I that's think, wise. I think I read anything usually over a Category Four is going to get retired. That's really? what I okay. read. Uh, that makes sense. A few few weeks ago. So, well, I think overall that they're really not expecting, you know, this hurricane season to be as bad as last year. No, I don't think so. Uh, but, uh, and I, I read one source, actually two sources that said, uh, because, oh, they're expecting a weak El Nino, which we talked about last week, mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of driving that forecast and kind of making them think, you know, eh, it probably is not going to be as bad because La Nina, apparently La Nina, uh, is going to spark a whole bunch of things. But the weird thing is, is the El Nino and La Nina usually is based in the Western Pacific. So yeah. I don't understand why the Atlantic... Hurricane outlook. I mean, it's all globally connected. I know sure. that uh, with all different oscillations going on. But uh, but uh, yeah, because of the week El Nino, they expect in you know the later on this year in the Western Pacific may affect what's going on in the Atlantic. It's all connected. We're all one. Yep. Okay. Well, let's get to our next segment. It's the weather word of the week. Yes, and the Stormdar Weather Word of the Week this week is not a word, it's a phrase. So uh, uh, so we use the weather word of the week to mean a weather word or term. It's usually one word. So the, uh, the weather word slash phrase of the week is... Storm surge. Yes, which happens on uh, the... Eastern and northeastern side of a hurricane. So I thought this was appropriate. Mm-hmm. And the definition is the abnormal rise in seawater level during a storm 
measured as the height of the water above the normal predicted astronomical tide. The surge is caused primarily by a storm's winds pushing water on shore. The storm surge is greatest on the eastern side of the storm, which I just said. So, yeah, I mean, because of the counterclockwise uh, rotation or cyclonic rotation of the storm, uh, the storm just wants to push all that storm surge up in the coast and cause catastrophic flooding. And Usually when you see people on their roofs needing to be rescued, it's not from necessarily off from the rainfall they got. It's from that storm surge coming in from the ocean. Oh, yeah. So yeah. people don't think about that. And it, I mean, in some, in the really, really bad hurricanes, we're not talking a foot. We're talking several feet. Oh, yeah. And especially uh, those poor people of New Orleans and in Louisiana, where you don't have hills. I mean, it's pretty much a, a swampland well, down they're here. They're basically under sea level right there, some of them. Yeah. Areas, so that's, that's disastrous. Yeah, and, and the water has nowhere to go. No. That was the bad thing about Katrina. And even though Alberto what is is a weak uh, system... Uh, Still scared a lot of people down there. Yeah, I mean, there, there was a storm surge. I, I didn't see... I didn't see exactly how much storm surge it was, but mm -hmm. you get something like 50, 60 mile an hour close circulation moving on shore, you're going to have some storm surge. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, that... That's a, a lot about hurricanes, I think. <laughs> and we're not even on the coast. I know, I know. Um, the best hurricanes are the one that actually, actually, uh, we we get weather from here in the Ozarks. You know, those are cool when they come in and they just kind of weaken and they bring all yeah. this moisture up and they usually they can cause a lot of rain. You know, you know, four or five inches of rain, which is great. Usually in Septemberish. I think that's the last one I remember happening. It's been a few years ago. It was in September. Oh, yeah. But uh, I love watching the clouds, and I love the tropical rain. Mm-hmm. feels a little different than normal rain to me. Yeah. I mean, and seeing, seeing for me, it's just watching the clouds just stream across the sky. And I wish a center, I mean, it's not going to be, I'm not talking about a hurricane center. I just like the center of circulation would go over Branson so I could get my barometer out there and Maybe do a time lapse of the barometer as the thing moves over. You know, I just I mean? like to watch it all in the news and watch it make landfall and then watch it make its way up to us. Then I go outside and dance in it, thinking I'm playing in a famous storm. That's what I do. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a pool. I this usually time. sometimes I keep my clothes on too. Okay. Well. Uh... <laughs> Good thing you're in clothes and have a forest behind yeah. you. So, well, let's see. I think that kind of wraps up our heat and hurricanes. I mean, we talked about the, a little break in the heat a little bit later in the seven day. Uh, we're going to have these chances of pop storms just every day uh, for a while. It's just the, that's the, the summer pattern that we're in. Without these pop storms, we wouldn't have any rain. Yeah, at least we're not in a drought. So I'm really, really thankful about that. I, it just worries about me. About when these pop storms stop, if this heat continues on into the summer, oh man, you know I just don't I think, think it is. It. I mean, I, I think in the next few weeks we should take a look at the long ranges and maybe yeah, see you know I put long range in quotes. You know how we feel about long range forecasting. But sure, got anything else? Uh, I don't. I think we're good. All right. Well, let's wrap this thing up. All right. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Well, that does it for this edition. So join us next week 
for the Stormdar Weather Podcast.